On today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we'll be bringing in Alex Slemp from Full Press NHL to discuss the Florida Panthers' 4-2 loss at the hands of the New Jersey Devils. We got a whole lot to talk about with these two teams facing off two times in a five-day span. And we're going to talk about how the Florida Panthers have fared in the third period this season. We're going to discuss that more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Thursday, December 22nd edition of the Lockdown for the Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network, including Lockdown NHL. Locked on Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden and Locked on NHL Prospects. And don't forget to submit your your screenshot and your five-star rating of Locked on Panthers on whichever podcast you listen to for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Vancouver Canucks game on January 14th at FLA Live Arena. So screenshot of your YouTube subscription and five-star rating on the podcast app you listen to and send it over to at LO underscore FLA Panthers on Twitter or email at LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com. So Cats fans, the Florida Panthers, they return home after a quick two-game road trip against uh, two... uh, First place teams, one in the Metro, one in the Atlantic. Well, the Devils did lose their uh, their lead in the in the division after Tuesday facing off against the Carolina Hurricanes. But the Panthers, they had this Devils team on the second end of a back to back, coming in coming in late at night, late in the morning, and start with their goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood starting for the first time in over a month. They had they had their chances. They care. They had a one goal lead multiple times, but just couldn't create that separation. And then the Florida Panthers uh, just a third period collapse. Even though they had their chances to extend their lead it, early in the third period, and just the the Panthers just over and over again that they just find a new and different ways to 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 lose hockey games. And this will be a great time to bring in. My guest on the show for today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast is Alex Slent from Full Press NHL. Alex, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be back, man. Good to be back. Th- thank you. Thank you for being here as as always. So let's talk about the this game for the Florida Panthers. And, you know, lose 4-2. You go one up 1-0. Go, go up 2-1 as well in the in the in the second period the the stall the st- the Eric Stall line eight points in the in the last 11 games just multiple chances early even 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 the shift before even he scored a goal that him and Lomberg were just attacking the net and Lomberg ended up with three 
shots on goal uh, the, um, in this game. Not often that you see that many, that amount of shots from Ryan Lomberg, but get getting it, get getting that lead early. But then the, the Florida Panthers, they just find uh, they just can't, can't get a two goal lead. And that's just really keep continuing to keep teams in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was absolutely, uh, it was an opportunity missed last night because they, like you said, they were getting maybe a, a tired Devils team, and they were all over them in the first and the second, and they couldn't put it away in the third. Uh, like you said, the third has just been an, an issue for them all season. Um, but yeah, that fourth line, well, I guess the stall line has really been going as of late. It's been a line I think that Maurice has been able to rely on a lot as he's navigating kind of all these different players coming in and out of the lineup, and uh, they've been really good. Um, but yeah, in, in that game last night, you know, we saw the Devils play um, kind of sloppy again, like we saw when we, uh, they were playing up in Jersey there. Uh, poor puck management. They were giving pucks away just all night, and the Panthers just couldn't capitalize. There are so many opportunities uh, for Florida to put that game away, and they just couldn't get it done. And, I mean, this, uh, to me, it's just an opportunity to miss going right into the break. You miss two points like this. Uh, it's a tough loss here. Mm. And uh, giveaways, giveaways uh, were uh, nine to seven in with New Jersey having more more giveaways uh, than the Panthers. And also, we got to consider that the John Marino didn't play for the New Jersey Devils after getting injured in Carolina. Ryan Graves only plays a minute and three seconds th- um, in 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 this game as as well. So mm-hmm. the Devils being down to to five defensemen as as well. Uh, in this one, I mean, the physicality was there early. It went down uh, towards the second period, but e- even even then, uh, a- Anton Lindell re- returning to the lineup, so you're getting a, a little healthier. Uh, Alexander Barkov, a little bit of more of an update on Alexander Barkov. He's not expected him nor Radko Gudis are not expected to uh, play the rest of this uh, the rest of this week. So early, the expectation should be for the panthers to have those guys return once the once the panthers do resume play uh, against the montreal canadians uh next week and then let's let's also talk about the just the physical physicality early of course five days apart between these Mm -hmm. two games of course every we've spoken so much about nico he's on that face off again uh it it wasn't on purpose but in this in this sport if if someone if someone does something reckless you're and and it's that fresh in players' minds. You're, you're gonna you're gonna have to be ready to 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 get hit. And uh, and there Carter Verhage on the Pang cam uh, that that was uh, that was caught that was caught by uh, Darren Pang right on ice level about the neutral zone hit that he had. Uh, Mark Stahl and Sam Bennett sandwiched uh, uh, Nico Heizer towards the boards mm-hmm. as well. And uh, what what do you think about? What do you think about that with it being so fresh five days apart? Yeah, I love it. I mean, this is one of the big reasons, you know, I watch hockey. So I think it couldn't be scripted any better to have uh, their rematch, you know, within a week. So uh, I love the physicality of the game. There's a lot of jump they came out with their banging bodies. Love to see it. Uh, like you said, I mean, it was, you know, you can go back and look at it and, you know, you see Hershey's play on that draw. Uh, yeah, we're not going to call it like, he's not a dirty player right like that's you know but it was as you said reckless and i mean you got to answer the bell when you do stuff like that especially when it's against a captain 
he's played hockey his whole life. He knew exactly what this game was going to look like. Both teams knew exactly what it was going to be like. And it is nice to get something like this before the Christmas break. I mean, I feel like we haven't seen a lot of, you know, this side of the Panthers, this like just fired up, like want to throw their weight around, like go at a team. Um, so I loved it. I was, yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch this last night. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and then as well with uh, everything that happened after the last goal, the empty netter, and then Matthew Kachuk going after. Uh, I saw a few tweets from Devil's Twitter about just what they had to say about Matthew Kachuk. And of course, uh, I, from, from a Panthers perspective, I might ha- I might see it differently if it's on the other side of someone going after a player that, that, that I cheer for or I cover. But, you know, you know it, it's something that was always going to, be brewing with like like you said less than less than a week apart but also one thing i want to also talk about was <laughs> how the new jersey devils scored so quickly right after andrew burnett got a tribute video which uh, <laughs> uh which uh tnt didn't i didn't know there was a tribute video uh, until until i saw it on twitter but apparently it was five literally the commercial break after Andrew Burnett got a, a tribute video and then the Devils uh, score on the power play, so a little a little bit of a, of a nice uh, of a nice trip for Andrew Burnett coming to his old uh, his old stomping grounds. Oh yeah, for sure. But that, one, that one's going to be stinging the home fans there watching that. I know there's been a lot of uh, while you get around on Twitter, you're seeing a lot of people uh, voicing their opinions over uh, the coaches and coaching change, and uh, I know a lot of people seem to miss brunette and his style and they're watching him be successful uh, so far in the, the early season for the devils and he comes back they throw a tribute they score he gets a win uh, probably stung quite a bit for for a lot of those fans but good for him though so he's, he's having a great year yeah happy for him and uh i remember just talking right before the season started of just about the pressure that lindy ruff is under uh, th- this season, the the it's funny because the TNT broadcast also showed uh, the Devils' uh, fans at the beginning of the season saying, chanting "Fire Lindy" and then saying "Sorry Lindy," and then they're <laughs> yeah. and, and then they're on a the, you know they just ended their six game losing skid. We something that we've uh, we've spoken about. They're they're maybe right back on track to uh, to uh, be in the d- division race. I mean, they got off to such a great start that I think that that this team, that the devils are still a uh, playoff team and all that, but also for, for the Panthers, I mean, the goaltending performance on Monday was just horrific for, 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 for the Panthers. No, no doubt about that. But mm-hmm. in this one, a uh, uh, Bob was just rebound control was there. He was, mm-hmm. his lateral movement was there. His, the five hole was not open of on, on the second goal, even though it was on a rush, maybe that's one you might want to want, back as it was under the under the glove uh on on that uh on that goal by uh by Jesper Bratt the second one who got two goals two goals on the night but man uh can't blame Bob for this one oh absolutely not no Bob is actually being dialed in as of late and I was really surprised he didn't get the start in Boston uh, there's a lot of you know reasons I can see why um Paul Maurice decided to go with Spencer Knight, but to me, the way Bob has been playing, the way that goalies are very streaky uh, players, when you're hot, you got to ride that hot hand, and I think he deserved the start. It would have put him at his seventh consecutive start, but that's not foreign to him. He did that last season um, in a stretch between January 
first and 15th. He went 6-0-1 in that time. Um, I think you've got to ride Bob while he's hot. He's a $10 million man. The fan base has been like, just begging for this guy to find that Vesna form again. And here he is playing that way. And you go into Boston, it's a top team. Yeah, you're shorthanded. Maybe you're chalking it up to like, we're going to lose this anyways. Let's put in Knight to get the rust off. I didn't like that. I think your goalie's hot. Give your team a chance. Uh, you would just beat Boston not long ago. I think Bobrovsky deserved that start as much as I think he deserved the start. Again, last night, and he played really well. Aside from that Jesper Brackle, uh, when he came down the wing, he would like to have that back. But otherwise, uh, I think he's the Panthers' best player right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and crazy to think that uh, that he wasn't he wasn't doing so hot prior to the Canadian road trip. Uh, a, a really poor start in Calgary a, a, few, a few weeks ago. But ever since that, he's just been he's been uh, pretty pretty sharp uh, yeah. for for the for the Panthers. Uh, but we're going to transition over to segment number two, where we're going to talk more about the about this loss for the Florida Panthers, and we're just going to talk about where where we go, where the Panthers really go from here. Uh, but first, we're going to tell you all about Bet Online, and BetOnline.net is your number one source for bet, sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and league out there, from pro football, back college bowl season basketball and hockey we've got it all at bet online if you love sports podcasts you can find them at bet online as well we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports info head to the website today or use mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts second segment here on this thursday december 22nd edition of the lockdown florida panthers podcast i got alex slump here from full press nhl Alex, I, I I guess the I guess a few there a few good things that came out of uh, last night. I mean the the control that Sam Bennett had when he went one on three on, on the on the on the second goal. I, I mean at the time it was for the Florida Panthers to uh, take a two one lead for 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 them. It, and then Etu Lusterain and uh, the the spin pass to Etu Lusterain all alone in the slot. Uh, to get it past Blackwood, and we we haven't even mentioned Mackenzie Blackwood of how how great he was uh, in this uh, fir first game back in over a month, but just the puck control that Sam Bennett had, and Etulu Sterena is one goal away from tying his career high, and like mm -hmm. he had like nine and seventy plus games uh, last year, and and we're 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 not even forty games in, and he's about to, uh, and in the preseason in the training camp, when Paul Maurice spoke about Etulu Sterena being a top line forward and the transition to wing of course he had to go to go back to center for a few shifts uh on monday uh but still the the way this guy has been able to develop even though it was even though it was a dale talent trade from a few uh years ago in the vincent trocek deal uh he's just really developed well into a very reliable player for this panthers team yeah i mean he has really elevated his his game this season and um I mean, there's been plenty of opportunity to expand his role with all the injuries and flu and just everything that's going around this locker room. Um, but it is, I don't want to quite say it's surprising because we knew that, that there's a lot of talent with this kid, but for him to have done it the way he's done it this season, as early as he has and with what he's had to take on, I will say I'm very surprised by it. He went from being, you know, on the fourth line, uh, young kid, there's still a lot to learn about the game. And now he's being thrust into uh, all these different roles we see him on the power play, the penalty kill, shift over to the wing, uh, different line mates. It seems like he just has a there's a carousel of different line mates for this guy, and yet he keeps remaining, you know, productive. He's someone that I think is 
very much has Paul Maurice's trust where he can throw him in any type of situation. And uh, that's a key guy for the Panthers to have right now is they're still trying to get their identity, find their footing in this season uh, to have a guy as reliable as he too lose to Ryan and having the year he is like, this is just huge for the club. Yeah. And, and there's a, of course, a, 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 despite the the Panthers just being literally at 500 right now, 15, 15 at, and four for, for, for this team. Now they, that, now they're up to uh, sixth in the division. Uh, Buffalo has a, uh, has two games in hand with the same amount of points and just the, the tear that Tage Thompson is on, but l- getting little lose getting off track a little bit, but, but with, uh, with, with the Panthers in that third, in that third period, it's just been issues all year. I mean, l- listen to this. This was their first regulation loss all season when they, when they had the lead going to the third period mm-hmm. and the, the Panthers have been pretty good with leads this season. It's mostly really about, when the uh, when the opposition scores first, that they've had a hard time winning. Only one game this season that the Panthers have won uh, with, with the opposition uh, scoring first. This is a uh, via uh, ho- hockey reference uh, for uh, for 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 the Panthers. So one nine and two exactly when their opposition scores first. But when when the when the Panthers score first, fourteen six and two. But when they're tr- when they're leading after the third period, thirteen one and two and 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 look at this a positive goal differential in a five in the first plus five in the second but a minus nine in the third alex and uh, i was also listening to parts of the radio broadcast as well and billy Lindsay uh uh pointed out that the panthers give up the second most third period goals in the nhl and look what happened wednesday night three of them of course we spoke about the yes we're brought uh goal on the Montour turnover in the neutral zone the redirection as well and and for what it's worth and for what it's worth the empty net goal which the Panthers oh my god when they brought that extra attacker in had so many chances right in front of the net Sam Reinhart especially Ryan Lomberg earlier in that period uh which Mackenzie Blackwood was just flashing the glove uh, mm-hmm. over and over again and uh the the advanced stats say that the Panthers are just getting their chances and the goal save above expected for Mackenzie Blackwood. But the reality is they're just, the, the, the pucks aren't going in for the, for the Panthers, but minus nine mm. in the third period. It's just overall frustrating for, for this team. Oh, absolutely. And I know that you're not a big fan of those uh, goals above expected. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but it's true. I mean, you either score or you don't. Yeah. We, we are seeing the Panthers get their looks, get their chances. They're a very good team in the first and second period. They generate a lot of offense. Uh, and it seems like perhaps they're gassing themselves when the third period comes. You know, they have had to play with short benches. And, and I mean, I feel like I'm just repeating myself, guys, in and out of the lineup. But it does take a toll. It really does. And when you're trying to play such a high-octane offense, um, in those first two periods, you're gassing yourself by the third, and teams look like they're just taking advantage of that. Uh, once again, yeah, here the Panthers are running into a, you know, a goalie that just stands on their head. An incredible performance from Blackwood, as you said, coming back from a pretty serious injury, and and you know just looks lights out. Looks like he hasn't even missed a step. Uh, this Panthers team really needs to figure out what they're doing in the third uh, and what they're doing with this offense um you know they've got this idea to just to 
be high volume, that the play starts off the shot, try and make things happen. That's all good and everything if you score. They aren't finishing. Uh, that's the issue. We can overlook them getting a little bit gas in the third if they're making the most of these opportunities that they create for themselves in the first and the second. The problem is they're not. So it's, it's tough sledding for this team right now, and they've got a break coming up, and they, they really have to figure it out uh, coming into uh, the second half of the season because you look at that Eastern Conference, and you know they're they're going to have to leapfrog a couple teams, but you look at who's in right now and of the clubs that are there, who who can they push out, right? I mean, those are all playoff caliber teams. It is not going to be easy to unseed one of those uh, teams that are sitting in a playoff position right now. So there's a lot of work ahead of them. Uh, Panthers need to find a way to be able to uh, put some things together and go on a run come the second half if they want any chance of yeah playing in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm, I'm and I'm looking at this right now from natural stat trick. I mean, uh, Corsi four percentage is in favor of the Panthers, sixty-five to forty-nine on five on five, and even and and the amount of and the amount of times that they're uh, getting, they're trying to attempt uh, shots of their 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 shooting lanes are blocked. I mean, the 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 Devils last night, twenty-seven block shots for for you're you're just you're just not going to you're you're just not going to win a lot of hockey games when 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 the puck is when the puck is deflecting away from the net or or you're not you're or you're not getting or you're shooting around the, the perimeter so so many times for the Panthers, mm-hmm. even though they had their chances up front as well. But just the 27 um block shots as well. And I, I like what I like that you mentioned um the roster the roster crunch with the cap and then injured players along along the way as well because even regardless of the players who are on LTIR right now with Anthony Duclair and Patrick Hornquist and whether they're playing with 20 players with with them being healthy or placed on LTIR with those 23 i mean the players are the, the the players at times i mean the having to play with one less forward and then double shifting as well so many times and we, we we rarely rarely saw this last year. A few times we've seen we've seen eleven F seven D for for the for the Panthers, but nothing nothing like this that we've seen. That just the and and it's just something that of course we have to mention Aaron Eckblad's injury from earlier this season as well. And li- listen, uh, it, it it it's just it's not like magically Aaron Eckblad's injury is just gonna uh, just heal like that. It's a growing strain. And, yeah, and, and, you're, and, and you're still playing through that too. And, and uh, even though, even though the performance is still not there for Aaron Eckblad, I mean, he had a few chances. He actually led the Panthers in shots yeah. on goal um, la- last night. I mean, still the, the, the Panthers are, the Panthers are, 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 are gas going into that third period. And I think that's a big, I, I, I really, now that I think about it, I think that's a really good reason of why, of why these uh, third period leads are, are, are not not third period leads but their third period is just like they're they're just finding a hard time just putting putting things together in that period Mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely and that's why i want to be cautious with you know really uh being critical of this team right now because of you know the the first half that they have had there's only a lot of different factors that have come into this i wrote a piece on it the other day uh you know we got to understand that you bring in a new coach with a new system there is a big learning curve that comes with it and it 
becomes that much more difficult when you can't even keep your players in the lineup to learn this system. And then you got guys going in and out, injuries, flu bug, all these kind of things. The fact that the Panthers are at 500, they're keeping their head above water despite everything that's happened. I mean, that's a testament in itself to, I think, how good this team is. There's a lot of good players on this roster, and I'm really excited to see it um, when they're fully healthy. I think we've only seen it six times this year with a full healthy roster, and they went 4-1-1. One, and one. This, So I don't want to dog on them too much because I, I still think they're a really good team. They just need everyone back. They can't get that. Now, at the end of the day, I mean, you're only as good as your roster is, so if uh, you know they can't just sit there and be like, oh, let's wait till the guys come back because it might not happen. They may deal with this injury and, and, and whatnot throughout the rest of the year, so I mean, they got to figure out a way to do it with who they have, who they're icing night after night. But there's enough good things there. You know, Marisa said this. You're seeing enough good things in the in the analytics, which I don't like to get too hard on, but you're seeing enough to be like, okay, they're a good team. They just have to bring it all together. The pieces are there. This would be a lot different if they were getting blown out every game or they just can't create any chances and you're like no this is a team that you know they don't have the offense they, they they can't get leads there's no way for them to you know get one two three goal leads on teams but this team can they absolutely can um but i mean like i guess we're just gonna have to see what they they're able to do coming coming out of this break maybe they get a little healthy put the roster together and maybe we see this team go on a big run st louis did it when they had their big cup run went from last all the way to uh playoff position and won the cup there's absolutely no reason why the panthers can't do the same i think they've got the bones the foundation is there it's just about getting everyone back and on track and and putting all the pieces together mm, ab- absolutely and uh i actually want to touch more on 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 what you say about uh, about uh about about the Panthers and blown out versus versus close games. I, I think that's a good that's a good way to seg, segue into uh, seg, segment number three to talk a little bit more philosophically about about that about that. But we're we're going to talk about that in segment number three. But guys, it's time to get a little serious when it comes to the holiday seasons. But did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? That's right. Driving high could get you a DUI. If you're wondering law enforcement can tell when you're driving high, well, everyone else in your life can. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell. So it makes you think law enforcement can't tell. Well, they can. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by the NHTSA. Third and final segment here on this Thursday. December 22nd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. I got Alex Slump here from Full Press NHL. And Alex, I want to go I want I want to go back to what you said in the previous segment about not getting blown out or the Panthers not blowing the the other teams out. Barely rarely re- we've seen this uh this season. I mean, Monday was an exception against the Boston Bruins. Uh we we've we we spoke about like grinded out type of type of games. I mean, these are grinded out type of games. It's just not resulting in wins. I mean, the minus two goal differential for the Panthers on the season kind of says, and and right at 500, yes, mediocrity right now for the Panthers, but it's still a team that's still fighting every single night. It's not, it's not a team that just, even though the body language at, at times is, is not the best, but they're, but the fact that even, 
even sometimes with two goal deficits, like in the second or third period, they're still cutting it close. And it's just not a team that's just not completely off the um, foot off the gas. They might be gas sometimes when it gets down to the third period, but still these games are, are, are fairly, fairly close for the most part. And that they're still, and just the talent as well. Uh, re- regardless of what 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 coach you you bring in, of course, the turnover has a lot to do with it too, and and it's it's a little difficult when from last season and then this season, but still, I like what you said about about th- this team still always in games. We're, we're five when when it comes, and I think about the five minute mark of the of the final period. Most times this season, we're we're just we're not here just saying okay, this is already a loss. We can, we can already, you can already start your article and I can already start prepping for my show, but no, it's not like that. It's always at least until the almost near the final buzzer this season. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going into any game being like, all right, this is, let's chalk it up to a loss. You know, it's, the Panthers have chances in every game that they're playing. They're, they're built that way. They're, they're, they're a good team. They can compete with any single team in this league on any given night. And they're showing that. Um, you know, I, I think there's something that uh, Matthew Kachuk said at the beginning of the year. And, you know, you remember the vibe and the energy around this team to start the year. There's a lot of excitement. You're coming off of that incredible season. Uh, yeah, you just had, uh, you got a few new phases in here, obviously bringing in a guy like Kachuk had everyone excited. And, and there was some really good feeling around that, uh, that dressing room. Uh, the thing is that that, that feeling, I, I find it's still there, you know, like despite not getting the results, these guys have done a really good job staying strong mentally and keeping that belief in themselves that they're a good team and can do this. Now, something I, I meant to say earlier with Kachuk was he said that good teams don't lose two in a row. And then he said that I believe is in the first week of the season. And um, I mean, that's a lot of pressure, I think, to put on the team to not do that five times this year. We have seen the Panthers have um, string together consecutive losses, whether that was uh, two, two games or three games. So, um, I mean, they have not, uh, quote unquote, look like a good team, according to Kachuk on that uh, that quote he had. But they are still a good team, and 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 despite having these back to back losses and letting games slip away from them, they have. It seems that the mentality in the locker room that they have uh, that they they still believe in themselves, and I think that's the biggest thing. Um, sports, professional sports, is such a mental thing, and so for them to be able to still come in. Uh, go into that locker room, hit the ice with the belief that they can win, that they're still a top team and can do this. That is going to go a long way on whether or not this team is going to be able to compete for a playoff spot in the second half of the year. Yeah, and, and when once you mentioned uh, a, f- a few losses in a row, we, we have not seen a four-game losing streak uh, for the Panthers this season, but we also have not seen a three-game winning streak for the Panthers all season too. I mean, right. even even in the three-game losing streak in late November, uh in, excuse me, in mid-November between the home game against the Stars, shootout loss versus Calgary, and then that, that game against Columbus where the, the Panthers just threw a lot of muffins in, on, on Daniil Tarasov in that one. You, one point in six games, okay, not not all of them are regulation loss, and I know that's not what fans want to hear about that. And then, But then you also think about the – just later, just not even a week later, 
against St. Louis, Edmonton, and and Calgary of two of those two of those games, you you blow you blow leads late in late in the third period. Spencer Knight was incredible in in Ed, in Edmonton on that on that first night of a back to back, and then right when we we even mentioned uh, the Calgary game on the road earlier, where Sergey Bobrovsky was just uh just got awful in, in that one. So it's still it, it it's uh it, it's just consistent this consistent signs of uh. Of just the up and down of, of the up and downs that the that's just been continuing for this Florida Panthers team. But we have we I, I noticed that when the Panthers have gone down, they haven't got been down for for too long. I mean, mm-hmm. even the opposition. I mean, they they were down for pretty long with six games in a row lost. But I haven't seen I haven't seen that we haven't seen that with the Panthers, which is which is great. But still, when you're dropping points, even when you're getting one how many uh how many overtime losses are are, are are the panthers at now they're at they're at four they're at four but still a, a few uh a few blown leads here and there where you had a chance to even salvage one point as well uh it's it's just right now losing track but still you mentioned the whole st louis uh blues from just 20 2019 and uh let's also remind the fans last year this was and this was before the holiday break last year too. The Panthers were playing not so not so well, and of course, the Omicron variant of COVID had a lot to do with it and of people being out. But then once that holiday break happened, and I know this is a new coaching staff. I knew there's I know there's a lot of turnover as well. But what 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 makes us think that that they can't once they they can't go on or on on a tear uh once the once they the players not only get some physical rest but but mental but mental rest is, as well because they they get a little bit of a break and mm-hmm. the just these next two games even though they're six days apart they're still getting two teams on the second end of a back-to-back Sorokin is likely going to start two games in a row with Varlamov being hurt the 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 Panthers are welcoming the Montreal Canadiens on the second end of a back-to-back as well I mean the Panthers will have a back-to-back there they'll be going to Carolina the next day as well which the Panthers beat the Canes earlier this season. Still, still a chance, still a chance to make something happen, but it's just there, there's got there's got to be some urgency. Oh, absolutely! I, I don't think the Panthers can afford to um, really be any any worse the rest of the way. They're going to have to find a, a way to uh, to go on a bit of a run. But when I say bit of a run, I'm not talking like you need to get like ten straight wins right this team based like historically on points percentage could go the rest of the season like you said the panthers don't have a three-game winning streak they historically wouldn't need to even get a three-game winning streak the rest of the season to make playoffs if they were to go two wins one loss two wins one loss going 66 uh the rest of the way they would have enough points to be able to make the playoffs uh historically uh but what you mentioned with how the Panthers aren't going on too many long losing streaks, right? Like they're able to stop the bleeding. That is a really good sign. And I think what we see with this team, that this is their floor. Like when I go in and watch a game, they they can't be any worse than what they're doing. And I think that's a really good thing. If your floor is 500 hockey, that's great. Because I don't think they're going to get any worse than this. But they have all the opportunity to be a lot better and going into the games outside the Christmas or after the Christmas break, it's a brand new season, right? Ekblad has talked about this, how, you know, the, the season is split into kind of like four different, you know, seasons. And, and one of those is coming out of the Christmas break. It's a full week reset. 
like you said, body, mental, it changes. It changes things. It is a, it's almost like you get a fresh start this brand new year. So I'm excited to see what the Panthers do in the second half. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to, I think we're going to be looking at a completely different team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, of course we, there, there's opportunities as, as well to, uh, to evaluate if, if the Panthers are still playing the way they are, the way they are after it, then of course, we're going to have a, a few different things to say, but of course, mm-hmm. Friday, Friday Islanders four points ahead of the Panthers right now. And that's and that's their last matchup against the Islanders this season. I mean, you, you were able to get two two of them. And Carolina always tough. New York, who uh, who when uh, Igor Shosturkin is not playing to Vesner caliber form, you you see the flaws with the offense of the of the of the of the New York Rangers. And then of course a rebuilding uh, Yotes team um, for, for for as well. Who even though the Panthers lost to them earlier this season, so great opportunity as well in in those uh, in some some of them as as we can consider them swing games as well for the Panthers. And then of course, like you said, if this is the floor of the Panthers, then, then, then hopefully, hopefully good days are uh, ahead (laughs) for this team, hopefully. But Alex, I want to thank you once again for joining me on this uh, Thursday episode of the locked on Florida Panthers podcast, recapping this 42 loss for, for the cats against the devils. Uh, Thank you once again, as always for coming on and let everybody know where they can follow you online. Yeah, thanks, man. Always uh, always fun to be here, so thanks for having me back. You can get my stuff over at fullpresshockey.com. Uh, I've got all my articles uh, for the Panthers there. If you'd like to follow some other teams, you can get the, get your fix on that site there. Uh, on Twitter, it's, as you see at the bottom there, Alex Slamp. I do a lot of live tweeting during the games and posting up my articles on there as well. So that's where you can catch me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alex, and hope to have you on back soon. Looking forward to it. Have a good Christmas, man. You too. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And after you listen to today's episode of Locked On Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On sports today peter bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes get the analysis opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders locked on sports today is available on the odyssey app youtube or wherever you get your podcast so marmo de velez signing off and you've been listening to locked on florida panthers podcast part of the locked on podcast network where it's your team every day